You're listening to Master Your Bliss Life. Join Kira Masters and Leah Bliss as they dive into the magical, mysterious, and mundane elements of life, helping you to master your purpose and find your bliss. Stop consuming and start creating. Stop consuming and start creating. This is the advice that I gave to Richard, dad boss. That's what I always, whenever I have to text people, I'm like my dad boss the other day, my dad boss. And it's like, <laughs> that, gets, that gets confusing. But I had to explain this because no matter where you're at in your life, I think that we get, I mean, no one can help the comparison trap. Mm-hmm. And I think the best way to stop comparing yourself and responding reactionary to your world is to stop consuming things. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we've all been stuck there before. I know I have. Yeah. And it's not so much just comparison because that's also awful, but I think an overconsumption of media, like reading too many books, honestly, like who's ever going to say that? Don't read too many books. It's It's a bad idea. But really, if you I, I know for myself when I'm not feeling as creative, it's because I'm not creating. Mm-hmm. And it's like with anything, you kind of, the inspiration never comes first. Like rarely are we just like sitting around and then lightning bolt to the brain like, ah, I'm inspired to creativity. Yes. Epiphany. <laughs> Epiphany. I mean, it's always when we're in the middle of the creation of the thing mm-hmm. right and so how do you how do you stop consuming and start creating kira what if i if you had to give someone a an a piece of advice like what would you say would be the one thing to make a difference when you're like i'm in a creative rut i need help what what should i do how do i start creating Well, you know, it's always helpful for me, of course, to when I'm reading books, that's sometimes where I come up with an idea. So I I am influenced by reading things at times, but then there'll be other times where I'm out and about and, you know, driving around or in a store or doing whatever. And I see something and I'm like, no, this is horrible, but this would be a great idea. Or, you know, no matter what it is, it'll come to you in some sort of way. I think if you're reading too much, you are taking way too much in and not doing anything about it. So if you have any ideas, make sure you write them down. Write them down is the beginning point for creating. Yeah. I think you said a couple of excellent things there. One, doing something about it. In so Elizabeth Gilbert wrote this book. She she's the Eat Pray Love Lady. Mm-hmm. So she wrote that book, Big Magic. I don't know if you've read it. I've only read like the first ten pages, probably, and I feel like that was it. I was like, whoop, good, got it, got the concept. <laughs> That's all I needed, ten pages. But she talks about basically um, ideas as like living creatures, or at least I'm going to totally bastardize this because it's the <laughs> Leah version of what I gleaned from her book. And really it's this idea that concepts or ideas or inspiration are like living creatures and they'll come and, and nudge at you. They'll be like, do the thing. Hey, do this mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. do this thing. But if you ignore it for too long and you don't take action towards it, that 
living creative idea will move on and yeah. it will, it will it kind of you. just dies down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you stop being struck with the inspiration. And so I think what you said, do something about it. And then, well, there's three points here that you made that were, I think, excellent. Do something about it. Write it down. Like, write it down. That's what, I mean, anything in life, if you have an idea about something or a thought, write it down because I I know I end up forgetting. Yeah. I'll look back like, what was that brilliant idea I had? It was so awesome. But I forgot it. But I forgot it. (laughs) Write it down. I mean, your notes on your phone are there for a reason. I know you've Mm -hmm. always got your phone with you. You're on your hot girl walk right now. You've got your phone with you. If you have an idea, just speech to text. You don't even have to stop walking. Write it down. I think that writing also lets you get to the point where your ideas come out. Um, The concept. You get more creative. Yeah. Journaling. I mean, a daily journaling Mm -hmm. practice. We are both huge about the daily journaling, which is, I think, a big part of creativity, keeping, you know, staying in flow state when you're kind of like letting creativity come, feeling as though you're inspired. Mm -hmm. But out and about doing things. I was reading a book yesterday or listening to it on Audible. And it was like, and basically it was saying something to the extent of how often do you tell yourself, oh, I'm bored. Oh, I'm bored. I'm so bored. If you think to yourself that you are bored, that is an indicator that you are in fact boring. You are boring. No one's going to want to hang out with you. You're not going to have brilliant ideas. People aren't going to want to work with you. If you're boring, people aren't going to want to date you if you're boring. And then Kira, you just had like record breaking success on LinkedIn this last week. Incredible. Go check out Kira's LinkedIn. We'll put the link (laughs) in the show notes, but it's, and, and I, as I was talking to dad boss, Richard this morning, it was, you kind of have to have something to say. Like, if you want to be interesting, you have to be interesting and you mm-hmm. have to have things to talk about. You can't create you can't copy. Just take it all in and not say anything about it. Otherwise, you're not, there's going to be no, what is the word I'm looking for? If there's no reason. No. If there's, there's no, if you're not speaking anything, if you're not sharing your, your thoughts, if, you're not allowing that creativity to come. Yeah, absolutely. But, and even beyond that, if you're not doing things, if you're not a person who is doing things, um, I had some really great advice from a friend once. And I think, again, this was like advice that he had heard from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But it was just to switch up your routine, whether, and I think we've all heard this, like take a different route to work or I st- So when my fiance and I split up at the beginning of 2022, I started pulling into my driveway in a different way. Like I used to just park the car in the garage and then back out to leave. And when he left, I was like, nope, things are different now. Throw that baby in reverse. (laughs) Throw it in reverse. And so now I back into my driveway and it's like the weirdest thing because it does that literally does not matter. How you park your car does not matter. But But it's a change in your routine. It's a change in things. And it's like a conscious effort because you could be a zombie, right? You wake up, you go to the gym, you go to work, 
you come home, make dinner, you watch your show, you go to bed, rinse and repeat five days a week. And then on the weekends, you get shit faced because you're celebrating <laughs> what? Your monogamy. <laughs> hey, yay! We got through another week of absolutely no thinking. And like, dude. Now I have to have change in my routine. Like I like routine and I like structure, but I always have to throw something in there different on a daily basis that kind of throws everything off too. Like it's kind of this happy medium. Yeah. I like the routine. I like the structure, but I also need something to just kind of throw it off a little bit right it's all like can you plan (laughs) spontaneity can you plan can you pencil in spontaneity because I've done that oh yeah absolutely maybe that's crazy but like I mean I wake up I know what my morning routine is I mean with kids like school-age children it's different because like summer is bonkers and there's no routine and then in the fall and the winter it gets way easier all through school Mm -hmm. but It's like, I will definitely schedule out like if he's, if my son's at his dad's house and it's like, I've got a free evening, I'll be like, you know what, this, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to do, I'm just going to this, I'm blocking out four hours for spontaneity. I'm just going to like go somewhere and do something. No plan. No idea. I'll tell you one time I did this. This reminds me of a story. One time I did this. And we talk a lot about manifesting, um, being able to like tell the universe what you want. And so one time I was like, I'm going to be spontaneous. I'm going to go out and do something crazy. So I said, dear the universe, show me where to go. Show me what to do. Absolute faith. No, no agenda on my part. I said, I want the signs that I'm headed in the right direction to be a butterfly or the color lavender. So I get in my car and I start driving and I get, end up getting behind like a shitty minivan with a butterfly bumper sticker. And I was like, well, apparently this is the way (laughs) And I followed that van for a little while. And I was like, okay. So then I like, I ended up downtown, parked my car, get out, start walking, find myself in a kind of a bar restaurant. I tell the wait or tell the bartender, I'm like, literally whatever, like happy hour. I don't care. Surprise me. Surprise me with the drink. And, and then somebody sits down next to me and I'm just kind of like, Hey man, what's up? Bartender drops a drink in front of me and it is lavender. Lavender. The the drink was lavender. Couldn't (laughs) tell you what it was. Couldn't tell you what was in it. And I was like, okay, this is the place I'm supposed to be. This is where I'm supposed to go. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Ended up talking to the guy that sat next to me. He was super cool from out of town. Ended up working with him his company hired us to come and train and do a lot of work and we still maintain like a really great professional relationship i had no idea what was gonna happen i couldn't have been like i'm gonna go out and find business tonight that was not my plan definitely happy to write off that meal on my uh expenses (laughs) sweet free drinks on the government thank you but it's just the spontaneity. So thank you yeah. for coming to my TED Talk. Thank you for listening. <laughs> you know, I love that you did that. And I remember when you told me that story, it was, it it inspired me to do more of that for myself. So there will be times where 
I don't have my son. I get off early. I don't know what I'm going to do. I've already gone to the gym. What am I going to do? Well, I'm just going to jump in my car and I need to be more proactive at saying, okay, I want to see this and this and manifest it to take you in that direction like you did. But I'll jump in my car and the first thing that speaks to me, I'll go there. That's what I do. It's usually shopping. (laughs) <laughs> to be honest, but you know, it's okay. <laughs> it's, I, wait, I go through shopping like I don't it know. It doesn't happen very often. I don't get to shop for myself very often. It's happened a few times in the last few months, and I will tell you it has felt so good. <laughs> it's so nice. So I used to work in fashion. I was a personal shopper. I ran a multitude of different like high-end women's clothing stores. And sometimes that is the inspiration. It's not that I like need to go buy something and it's not, I'm spending money, but for me, I'll just go and be like, Hmm, what's, what are the kids? What are the kids wearing these days? What's the fashion? (laughs) And then I look at it and I say, this is not me. I will stick to what I've been wearing. It's great. Yeah. Death of the low rise. Can we just take a minute of silence for the low rise jeans coming back in? God, I am not. You know, what's funny is it used to be all that I wore up until about mm, three years ago, probably when I had my son, to be honest, I kind of had that mama pooch and I've never wanted to wear high rise. I was like, oh my gosh, it's just, but if you know me, I'm very short. Yeah. I don't have a very long torso and I just felt like it cut me off so much whenever I tried them on before. But after I had my son and I felt like I had that mama pooch to pull on, I to try to pull off. I was not loving the low rise, the low rise. And I switched over, tried to pair a high rise. And I mean, even my gym, gym clothes, my gym pants, leggings, whatever. They were low rise. Your Lulu's. I don't know the low how rise Lulu's. I ever did that before, ever. I will never go back. I love high rise. So, I, yeah, I can't. I know. We are elder millennials and we love our high rise <laughs> pants. I can't help it. I remember in high school, there would be, I mean, you couldn't buy pants that the zipper was more than an inch long. Oh, if that. If that. And I have, if we're going to do like traditional body type identifiers, I have like a apple type. So I carry on my weight in my middle. And Queen love handles all through middle school, junior <laughs> high, high school, because, because that's just how my body shaped. And it's like, when the high rise pants started coming in, I was like, dear Jesus, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. But yeah, after having kids and the whole, like, I just don't, I, I don't, I don't, I've, I've worked with so many women as a personal shopper, as a personal stylist, and everyone has the thing that they like, or that makes them feel comfortable, but. How did we get on this topic? I have no idea. Let's circle it back. (laughs) Fashion is, but that's the thing to, to just starting to create and not consume gets us to the point where we can go off on these tangents because I mean, I think we've all got that one friend that we sit down and talk with and we feel brilliant after speaking Mm -hmm. with them. Luckily I get to work with that person and run a podcast with them. So that's convenient. I was just going to say, well, I'm looking at her, her, (laughs) but it's so true. Like go spend time with your friends, go paint something. I am a terrible painter. I am a 
amazing painter because I do it with incredible enthusiasm. Those paint nights, man, they are amazing. They're we were so supposed fun. to do one. We still have credits we to will. go do one. We have oh, to do one soon. Maybe we'll podcast during paint night. Maybe we should have a Ooh. paint night podcast. If you get a little crazy, we're going to be drinking wine or something. I think that would be, be fun. fun. You guys want to come drink wine with us on the podcast? It'll be yes. fun. But in all honesty, it's just the doing because it, it's so easy. And even I find myself like on TikTok or on Instagram, just like, saving real ideas for like oh I should do that oh I should do that oh, I should do that. I don't ever mm-hmm. do it nope I don't ever flip and do none of that but it's like oh I'm consuming I'm consuming but my creation I I mean is there's not a magic number but I would say you should be creating more than you're consuming by at least 10 percent mm-hmm. yes I have had to cut down my time on social media because one, it's hard not to compare yourself. I do my best not to compare myself to people, but yeah. two, it just made me feel dumb. Really? That endless scrolling and giggling over stupid stuff. <laughs> I just, I couldn't do it anymore. I was like, you know what? My brain needs more than this. Where? My brain needs creativity. My brain doesn't need this endless advertisement basically advertising stuff like I I thought about that the other day where it's like remember we used to watch like She-Ra and Thundercats Mm -hmm. or like the old school like Mm Scooby-Doo's on Cartoon Network and I think back when we were younger I'm uh, way better cartoons back then but I think I'm like that was only probably 15 to 20 minutes worth of like actual cartoons And then the rest was commercials. Mm -hmm. And I think about how many advertisements I've been exposed to in my life. Because because our kids now watch YouTube, right? And you can skip the ads after a couple of minutes. But I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want my kids to watch all of this. I don't want to be inundated with advertisements. I'm like, hold up. We used to sit in front of the TV and half of the viewing time was just commercials. Mm -hmm. Granted, sometimes they were for like, Ford F-150s or other things that we were never going to purchase products right (laughs) aggressive I don't care like they're not targeted targeted ads is way different but as we are consuming all types of media whether it's tv from the 90s or whether it's youtube today where it's that we're continuously consuming and it stops our ability to create and come up with original ideas Mm -hmm. i have so many ideas i have so many ideas in my notes it's under the topic is million dollar ideas million dollar ideas and i have so many topics or so many things ideas in there that i have on some of them looked into things to see if there's something that exists out there similar to it or if it's a viable option or if it's yeah have i done anything more with it since that point no i have not but i took the first step and i wrote it down mm-hmm. and now it's still there i still read it it's still on my mind and it's still things that i want to do so i just need to take that step to push yes. forward 
I need to come up with million dollar ideas. Oh, they're great ideas. Great ideas. My ideas are mostly the things that I write notes about. As I like look at my sticky notes that are on my <laughs> desktop right now. Um, I did the other day put together a list of things that would help me generate creativity, but that are also free. Yeah. That's one thing. Cause I don't want to have to spend $200 every time I leave my house, which it's hard not to frankly, mm-hmm. but I, because I mean like my stand up paddleboard, I've already paid for it. I just got to drive it to the lake. That's mm-hmm. easy. And how creative do you get when you're just out on the water by yourself? Like, Oh, amazing. Sitting, watching a sunset. Mm. right and just relaxing like it's a little bit exercise it's a little bit vacation and what a great time but all these things that it's like I've already paid for them right the the subscriptions I've paid for the like my I have got an awesome like cruiser bike Mm -hmm. bicycle and it's like I can just go right down to the park and I think with anything you have to do it for about 10 minutes before your brain allows you to be fully doing it whether that's journaling or exercising or committing to any kind of creative endeavor the first for me working out is always where I'm like if I have to be here for 15 minutes and if I can make it past 15 minutes I'll probably stay for an hour and a half yep but that first 15 minutes I'm just like eh, I got I got other stuff I could do I don't need to yeah. be here that's but, for me when I do cardio yes yes cardio death to cardio we need cardio. I <laughs> once i get past that 15 it. minutes i will go forever yeah my brain just kind of zones out and it's not focused on the time right getting you get kind of more in your body mm-hmm. or out of your body or in your head or out of your head whichever way that that goes but it's that and 15 minutes for those of us who have been addicted to Instagram reels where I'm like, oh, this is two minutes. Ew, not doing that. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't even have the patience to watch a full video. That's two minutes. Yeah. 15 seconds, 20 seconds. That's right. Seven seconds. Maybe 30. Seven seconds is the attention span. And it's like, oh, maybe that's the difference that we've when you consume your attention span goes way down Mm -hmm. but when you begin to create your attention span now gets so much longer and you don't have to and by create I think there's a big differentiation because creating doesn't necessarily mean like you must produce a product after Mm -hmm. right it's not like oh here's my painting that I did or here's my whatever but it's you know, did you journal? Did you do some yoga? But giving it the full 15 minutes to really get in the flow. Yes. I think we've hacked it. I think we've hacked it. We have hacked it. Get That's it the trick. Minutes. 15 minutes. So stop consuming and start creating. Give yourself 15 minutes in any endeavor and like force yourself to get past the 15 minute mark. And then you'll start to see the magic happen. Incredible. Well, Kira, love you a long time. Thanks for being here on this podcast episode. Yeah, absolutely. Every <sighs> day. All day. Love spending all time day. with you. <laughs> I know. All day. We spend all day together for the most part. For the Whether most part. It's texting, Zoom calls, 
<laughs> texting, Zoom, Marco Polo, podcasting, or in person, Slack, in person, always connected, always together. All right, check out the show notes for links to see Kira's awesome LinkedIn post. That was yeah. awesome. Um, and a few other things from the show. Love you a long time. See you later. You've been listening to Master Your Blessed Life. Make sure to check out the show notes for any relevant links and follow Kira and Leah on Instagram and LinkedIn.